gentlemen, say hello to Kevin James. Kevin. All right, Kevin, news is brought to you by State Bank Northwest. Well, guys, we have the long and short of it here and also a quick little game coming up for you if you're down for that. I don't know how you boys feel about a little trivia game, but you know what? We're going to throw it in the news. We like to mix it up once in a while. But first, we start with this. The long of it. A 113-year-old woman. She has lived a long time, and she is now the world's oldest person to beat the coronavirus. Wow. <laughs> she is the oldest person to do a lot of things, I would yeah, imagine, at 113. She's Spain's oldest living person at 113. Uh, she's self-isolated after she received. After she received? Uh, I don't think you receive it. After you, she came down with the coronavirus. And she made it. Somehow she made it through the coronavirus at 113. Wow. Man, that's impressive. And she laughed and said... Man, oh, man, I wonder if I'm ever going to die. <laughs> I mean, you're 113. You get coronavirus. You probably think, well, I've lived a good life. This is It's a bummer that this got me, but, you know, nah, not her. She lives through it. And reasonable to laugh and say, I don't know if I'm ever going to die. That's probably why she's still living. She has a good sense of humor about all that stuff. And because, she drank, be and because she drank one Coke a day every day since she was 48 years old. Yep, and ate a Twinkie. Yep, and smoked one half of a pack of cigarettes. And woke up at midnight to take a shot of whiskey. <laughs> I love those people. Uh, her, her family story is a little weird. She was born actually in San Francisco in 1907, but they moved to Spain in 1915 because her dad was a journalist. Hola. He tragically passed away from tuberculosis during a boat trip. It was thrown overboard. What? Is that how they did it back so then? He if did, you were sick, different. they just... Things were different back then. <laughs> so he didn't die from... Did he die from tuberculosis or drowning? Well, I think he died from tuberculosis, but was mm. on the boat. And so they... I, I don't know. So, let me know, it's a fair question. So he died on the boat, and then the, they buried him at sea by throwing him overboard. Was that? Uh-huh. Ouch. Uh, man. Uh, by the way, her oldest grandchild is 74. Oh, my goodness. That's the long of it, boys. Are you ready for the short of it? Bring it. We have to go to Colombia, where we will now find Edward Nino Hernandez. Story the world's. Two. The world's shortest man, that's right, the shortest living man, has now been placed into Guinness World Records, standing at two feet, four inches. He is the new world's shortest man. Wow. That, yeah. 26 inches, did you say? Uh, two feet, four inches, I believe oh. 28 inches. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, what's life being two foot four? Sure, there's challenges, but I use my smile to conquer the world. I always share a big smile with everyone. No matter how small I am, my smile is big, and that's my charm. I can achieve everything I set my mind to. Eh, maybe that top shelf, not so much. Everything <laughs> is possible. Size and heart don't matter. 
I want people to meet who I truly am, small in size, big in heart, big in smile. Wow. Edward, well done, little man. I don't think that's what we do. I know. I want to pat him on the head right now and just be like, that a boy. I, uh, seriously, that is awesome. And I know Would you rather be to- two foot four or eight foot 11, like the world's tallest man? I think two foot four. Yeah, I think so too. I'm gonna go eight foot eleven for basketball <laughs> reasons. Just, I think I'm I'm gonna I I mean I think either way you're gonna have a world of problems health wise. Yeah, for sure. You're right so about I that. I think I'm just I'm gonna go with the tall one. I just because I feel like reaching things at all levels is is very important and like driving. Being able to like modify a car that you can drive and stuff like longer legs. I've seen Gonzaga Bulldog Will Foster do it before, so I just think I can do more normal things tall. He's like the world's tallest guy was like two feet taller than Rob Sacre. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it's messed up to even think about. Uh, you're you're right. Some there's a lot of advantages to the being tall. The short thing, I just feel like people are maybe kinder to you if you're short. Like more willing to help or more willing to, I, I don't know. I, I don't. I guess it's hard to pick up an eight foot eleven guy. Yeah. <laughs> and like help him with like I feel like the little. Yeah, you're not you getting know, as much. If you're help. smaller, the littler you are, the easier maybe. I don't know. Either one, like you said, not a, not a great situation. But Edward, I love his attitude. He is right. a good dude. Big smile. I can do whatever I want. That's my charm. With my big smile, even though I am the world's shortest living man. Story number three. All right, guys. It is Top Gun Day. Did you know it? Uh, no. Never seen it. Night? Oh. That's a joke, right? No, never seen it. We've, ta- we've talked I about thought- this before. Max has told me that I, it's like I, the number one movie I need to watch. And you know the scenes from it, though, right? No. I mean, I've heard. I mean, oh, I've never seen you... it. I've never seen clips of. I've seen clips of it. Oh, because I thought I was going to say. I thought you've talked about the, uh, you know, the volleyball scene before. Well, I've or whatever. only I've only heard about that, right? So you hear like if you people talk about Top yeah. Gun, they do the flyby. They they do the line where it's like what goose requesting flyby, something like that. The pattern is full, I think, something right. like that. Yeah. They do that quote, and then everyone makes a joke about a, a volleyball scene. That's right. So you know those jokes, but not the movie. Never seen the movie. No. And I love Slim. Tom Cruise, Kev. I love him. Which is worse, the fact that you've never seen Top Gun or I've never seen Shawshank? Uh, due Boy. to age, first of all, Top Gun was in 86. Slim was five. Right. Uh, Shawshank was in 1994. You were not five. Mm-hmm. I saved you the math there. I didn't want to give out your age. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Can't control what it. You, it's all good. What would you have been? 30-something? In 94? Yeah. 33. 33. Okay. So I think that's why I'm going to give Slim a pass. Like, you probably weren't watching Top Gun when you were five. And then I can see how you missed it. And then, Jay, it still just puzzles me how you haven't seen Shawshank. Because, like, you're at the prime where you probably should have seen it. Uh, Slim, yeah, that is a, I will tell you, that is one I will have to put on the list for our Tuesday challenge. Thank you. Be- because, man, 
Top Gun. And, and Kevin, you not, will love it. It is not that I don't want to see it. So, like the one we'll talk about today, I didn't want to see. I had no interest in seeing it. But right. Top Gun, I want to see. It's just, it's never the one I think of when I'm looking for a movie to watch. So I would like to see it. The other Tom Cruise movie I've never seen that people really like is Days of Thunder. I've never seen that either. So that all those oh, 80s wow. Tom yeah. Cruise movies, and again, I love Tom Cruise. I think he's such a good actor. I, I've i never seen those 80s Tom Cruise movies. Yeah, I can see how you could miss that whole era, though. I mean, first of all, like you said, too young. Maybe you're into the movies of the current time at your age at that time. So yeah. you're not probably yeah, going to go sure. back for that. It was like Top Gun and or probably- Great Mouse Detective. We were watching Great Mouse Detective. Right. The only reason you might actually search those movies out is simply because of Tom Cruise. Because yeah. he's still so relevant and you still like and you like all of his other stuff. And because it is truly an iconic movie. That is yeah. Top Gun is an iconic all-time iconic movie. And the new one is coming out soon. Did they finish that 20... before the Yeah, I'm guessing it's going to be a 2021 deal. I don't know for sure. But uh, that yeah, it has to be pushed back, I would think. But still, you got to watch yeah, it before uh, yeah, that, I, so maybe you can check out the new one. Kev, it was one of my biggest bummers was seeing how excited my buddies and you guys were about the Top Gun, the Top Gun sequel trailer, and I was so bummed because I'd never seen Top Gun, so I couldn't get as excited. And you know, there's nothing I like more than to get excited about stuff with people. It's like my favorite yeah. thing in the world. So I was so disappointed when the new trailer came out and everyone was pumped. And I thought, dang it, this doesn't mean as much to me. So, okay, put it on the list. I might not even need a Tuesday loss to get Top Gun in. It's rainy for like five of the next six days. You have plenty of opportunity. Great call. Wait, it's raining for five of the next six days. Yeah. It's like, the, it's like time to build an ark. Boy, talk to me, Goose. Okay, what is your game? (laughs) What is my game? Oh, my game was Top Gun Trivia, but it's not going to be very fun because you've never seen the movie, so it won't be much of a challenge. I'll just ask one question and see if Jay can get it right. What does Jester tell Maverick he should never do? Leave his wingman? Uh, Jay, that's right. Hey, one... Is that like the end of the movie? Did you just spoil the ending for me? Um, no. Nah. It, it, it's early. You can't spoil the movie. No, you can't. There's too much that goes on in the middle. Okay. Like that yeah. volleyball Tom Cruise game. is reckless. Shocker. Yeah. That's all you need to know. He's super yeah. reckless. Uh, yeah. In fact, Iceman tells him at one point, you're dangerous. <laughs> That's right. And then it's so iconic that in Meet the Parents, okay, Iceman, which I just watched that movie again. That's right, yes. They're in the volleyball scene. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, that's a great movie. All right, well done, Kevin. Nicely done. On the way for you, we got a listener letter, and we will get Slim's movie review of a movie he didn't want to see. I don't know, Iceman. The two things that old guys say while you're washing your cars. Hey, you're going to wash the paint off that, or when you're done with that one, why don't you get a hold of mine? (laughs) Kevin James. And I finally had to ask the man who had painted my car, can I actually wash the paint off of it? And And he laughed in my face. 
Actually, that will, maybe you could wash the paint. The Jay and Kevin Show on the Big 99.9 Nine Coyote Country. It's a listener letter. You wrote it down. We picked it up and we're reading it now. Gonna find out if we can help at all. And we're gonna see if you can help with your calls. It's gonna be fun and it's gonna be great. So let's get to it. No need to wait. It's a listener letter. Don't you know? And we're reading it here on the Jane Kevin Show. All right. Vegetable time. Jay, Kevin, and Slim, this is kind of ridiculous, and most people don't even believe me, but I have never really eaten fruits and vegetables in my life. Sure, I tried an apple and a carrot as a kid. I just didn't really like them. But I'm 27, and certainly since being a teenager, haven't had any at all and zero desire to try them. But I'm trying to eat healthy and lose a little weight, maybe. I hear Kevin talking about veggies all the time. Slim says he cooks them a lot, too. I haven't heard Jay say much about it. But look at him. He's clearly eating something right. So I would love you guys to recommend the three best items in the produce aisle that could get me started and make me start to love fruits and veggies. Let me hear those suggestions. Thanks, guys. Danny. Okay. Kevin, I would love to play the role of Danny today. And I would love (laughs) you to take me into the grocery store. Oh, okay. Danny boy, come along. What? What? Uh, this is a tough one because when you mix fruits in, we all agree that fruits probably taste better to most people than veggies, okay. right? Like they're easier to fall in love with. Straight up out of the – yes, because straight up out of their container, they're the best. Like you just eat an apple. It's amazing. You just open the little thing of strawberries and just eat the strawberries. That's the best. And that doesn't work necessarily with, with veggies. Yeah, and I have said for years, and I will stick to it. I just had some the other day. Grapes are nature's candy. Wow, over raspberry? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Grapes are most like candy. Really? Like yeah, well, when you, you have take... a nice, firm grape, man. It's pretty yeah, you take... candy-like. And you know how you take like a handful of Skittles and you just keep eating them? That's grapes. You just keep boom, boom, boom. Like you just can't stop after one grape. I mean, they're so delicious what when about they're good. Cherries. Now the problem with raspberries is I, I some I I love raspberries too, but I do think they're a little harder to get good ones all the time. Okay. Plus, what, what are you a millionaire? What about Bing cherries? Because I feel like Bing cherries. Once I start eating those, I will not stop until it's all pits. I agree. Bing cherries are pretty good. But uh, they're not as good as grapes. Too tart. Sorry. Wow. I mean, this is a shocking development for me. Sorry, Danny. I'm going to get you your three things. I'm I'm in the store. I'm currently passing by the flowers. And we're going to this section that no one, that you know, the Danny's of the world. I used to be the Danny's of the world. The section that you get confused about where there's actually moms and dads that are responsible shopping. But – I am blown away by the grapes being the candy of fruit. Blown away. So is the candy oh. of the vegetable the snap pea? It's yeah, agreed, Jay. The snap pea, the sugar snap pea. I mean, it's got the word sugar in it. Yeah. Now, grapes and sugar snap peas. If you've been eating bad, they're going to help you lose weight. But in the long run, those are ones that are not going to help you as much because the reason they taste so good is they're full of sugar. <laughs> that's the bottom line, right? They have sugar in them. 
but I mean, to get started, they're not they're not bad ideas. Sugar snap peas, pretty hard to argue with as a vegetable, and being a really good taste. Yeah, it yeah, like Slim said, out of the bag. Like for me, I, Brussels sprouts and people on Facebook, a lot of people are commenting Brussels sprouts because they're like I am and they've cooked them in a way wow. that makes them so delicious that's a, that's with a, the fried Brussels sprouts or that's a whatever. T- if but I'm Danny, is, I'm so mad at you. Oh, hey, thanks, man. I just ate a Brussels sprout and it really made me not feel good. Why are these things so gross? And you then have to explain to me that you have to cook them and all this stuff. Blech. Brussels sprouts, terrible. Yeah. Brussels sprouts are way too complex for someone who is just breaking into the vegetable world. Oh, hey, you, I've got a lot of leaves in my teeth now. Thanks, man. These are really dry. <laughs> you know my love for cucumbers. I want to put cucumbers on the list, but they are so plain and simple that I don't know if they win him over. And they're not as – okay, if you do it like I so do it, they're though, pretty Kev. versatile. You can eat them. You can just eat them, right? That's another one. If you are introducing someone, how would introduce yeah. cucumbers? Because you can just eat them, and and they're great for the weight loss. Like that'll help him as well because they're really nothing to them. But the thing about a cucumber that I like to do is, you know, you cut them up in the little little discs or whatever, you know, and then you take them and you can dip them in stuff. And whether it's you want to put them in your ranch. I, I use them as chips for my salsa. I, you know, I, so I think oh, hey, Ken, that makes me, them Danny. versatile enough. It's me, Danny. Uh, so am I not allowed to dip the cucumber unless I cut it into little things or do I have to cut it before I dip it? Well, well, you can you, dip your cucumber in whatever you want. Okay. Cause I made it, you made it sound like I had to cut it to dip it and I don't want to be looking like a fool with my pants on the ground and my cucumber is not being dipped properly. Kevin was the man who used to eat the cucumber whole and dip it whole. Like it was, you know, he would eat it like it was a giant pickle. (laughs) Right. And that's the way to do it. Kev, props to you, my friend. That's the way. Cucumbers are meant to just be just taken right off the the vine and just eaten. Harder to dip, though, when you're just dipping that giant doggone cucumber into the salsa. No, you're right. It doesn't hold as much salsa that way, right? Yeah, I am not much of a cucumber dipper. If I eat my cucumber plain like that, I just eat it. But if I'm going to dip it, I, I go into the – so that they feel like they're chips. It's also the thing that when you call. cut them up like that, it feels like you have 40 yeah. pieces all of a sudden. And you're like, wow, that's a lot. Also, if you're going to start dipping stuff, I mean, bell peppers are great for dipping and uh, like celery for peanut butter. Yeah, see, celery is very versatile in the fact that you can do it. It's Again, a boat. A great, a great little boat to scoop up salsa. Uh, it's also a great little, little boat to put peanut butter on. That's hard to argue with, right? Yeah. Uh, you ever put cream cheese in? I mean, whatever topping you like, you can put in celery and make it great. Celery, <sighs> celery, gosh. celery is such right, a bad I choice. Celery is so boring. Celery is, it, it is the medium between ice and water. Like when people are trying to figure out what the stage of water is between water out of the tap and water out of the fri- freezer, that is celery. It's just water it's a, shaped in like a like a U. It's the greatest container ever made by nature. Yeah. Okay, that's true. Nature's container. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Because you put a, peanut butter in that dude, it's it's over. Yeah, it's like a spoon basically. I yeah. mean, it's nature's spoon. Hello. That's thank you. That's correct. Uh, 
We have nature. Okay, so I'm going with nature's candy, grapes. Okay. Nature's spoon, celery, mm-hmm. and then just the one that I'm going to say is my favorite, cucumber. Okay. Nature's Danny, chip. I think Danny's going to be pretty happy. Nature's chip. I think Danny's going to be pretty happy about that. Jaybird, where where are you taking me? If I'm young Danny and I'm wandering away from the frozen pizza section and looking at these these produce and I'm trying to figure out how to pull that bag off, but I accidentally pull four of them off and then I get all wet from the spray thing and I'm kind of ticked off. So what am I getting? I want to go a very similar list to Kevin, but I'm going to go snap peas. Mm-hmm. I'm going to actually, because Kevin covered grapes already, I'm going to go watermelon. Oh, geez. Hello, cheating. <laughs> I mean, that seems so good. Hello, I'm gonna go Jay, snap why did you cheat by picking a fruit? <laughs> How dare I? <laughs> snap peas, watermelon, and and I'm going to go celery because you got to have nature's boat. Okay. Nature's spoon. Yeah. I also, does anybody – yeah, I'm sure some people dislike him. But when you're trying to sell somebody on a vegetable, the little mini sweet peppers. Oh, oh God. Kevin, stop. Those are so good. They are real good. Those are the best. What are you doing, Slim? What are you What are you recommending? I am gonna go because I, I love veggies. I'm gonna go potato. Oh, because I think potato is versatile. Is super versatile. I'm gonna go potato. I'm gonna go with potato. the strawberries because I think that's nature's candy, and I'm gonna go with it. So potato, strawberry, eggplant. Yeah, eggplant is good. Just because he's probably familiar with it from the phone. I, I don't want to, like, you know, overwhelm him. The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. You know how a Pyrex glass pan talks, don't you? Kevin James. Arr, I'm cooking up your stuff. I'm a Pyrex pan. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 9 Coyote Country. Time for a movie review. Slim lost a bet, so he had to watch a movie yesterday that he was not excited to watch. Slim? Kevin had me watch The Breakfast Club yesterday, the movie from, what, 1985, I believe? I just had it open. I think that is correct, yeah. I forgot that I closed it. 1985 movie featuring such names as Emilio Estevez and Paul Gleason and Anthony Michael Hall and Judd Nelson and Molly Ringwald and Ali Sheedy. And the only person I liked in the movie was Paul Gleason. Richard. Wow. You don't like Anthony Michael Hall. Kevin, that movie. So I thought about it last night and I really tried to like convince myself that I liked it. Is Anthony Michael Hall the whiny little kid? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. No, he was the worst. He was the worst of the five. <laughs> Easily the worst. Like, not even close, worst of the five. He didn't make any sense. Terrible dancer. Now, okay, see, now, it's funny, Slim, because I don't remember The Breakfast Club oh, that well. Forget it. I mean, it's obviously, safe. it was a movie in high school for me was awesome. And Anthony Michael Hall was pretty much the greatest actor of that time. I mean, like, he... Every movie that came out in that era, he was just so, I don't know, he just was so good. Like, he he was one of those kids that you just loved. So I think I already had a love for him from some of my other favorite movies. And then you were just like, oh, okay. 
So it's funny that you did not like him because I think maybe if I just saw him one time as a character, it might annoy me. So, Kevin, one of the things I didn't like about the movie, I thought the acting was awful. Where it seemed like they were, they'd talk and then they'd like stare maybe. for a second. And it was like someone was yelling in the background like, uh, excuse me, please start acting. We're doing a movie. And then they'd be like, like <laughs> oh, I'm supposed to say my line right now. Like, I might I, agree. It might be bad. I thought the, the acting, acting might be bad. was awful. Emilio Estevez, it almost ruined Gordon Bombay for me forever. His dancing and like fist bumps and they do some some drug <laughs> drugs in it and he suddenly becomes like psychotic off of the they chose they chose the wrong drug to make him go psychotic. Let's just say they they did that wrong. But as much as I did not like the movie, which I did not like it at all. As much as I did not like the movie, it buried itself. I mean, it took itself and put, brought a shovel out and dug a hole six feet deep and then kept digging for about four miles and buried themselves in this move where at the end of the movie out of nowhere, this girl who gets dropped off by her dad, goody two-shoes girl gets dropped off by her dad, Claire, gets dropped off and is like goody two-shoes and like hasn't kissed a boy and all this blah, blah, blah. And Bender, who I did like his character, Kev, he was he was he made me laugh a couple times. Yeah, um, he was like my best friend Corey Salisbury in high school. All right, so Corey Salisbury is leaving the building with Claire, and suddenly, over the course of apparently this detention, they have now become super romantically involved to the point where they don't. So mind. unlikely, right? I mean, here's a Good kid girl, from the wrong boy. side of the tracks, uh, the, the bad boy, the rough life. I mean, you know what I got for Christmas last year? A pack of smokes. He doesn't yeah, I mean, make now, the whole movie. He doesn't make any sense. He's he's they're trying. They, what they did is they had a TV show. They needed Netflix. This this movie needed Netflix because they took what needed to be done in like a 10 part. You are right. TV show. And they tried to cram it into an hour and a half. And by doing that, they ruined everything. Every storyline was, was rushed. too many characters wow. and not enough time. Yeah. It's just like, good so, night. Quit rushing oh. this. This is so stupid. And, and so they jumped, they got that jump to conclusion, Matt. And they jumped to a conclusion where suddenly her father was going to be all right with her sitting on the hood of his car at the end of the movie while Bender sticks his tongue down his, the daughter's throat. Oh, and my. tries to feel her up on the hood of her father's car. And we're like, yeah, what? that's totally fun. This is exactly, this is, this movie is a great movie. I was like, if that dad, that well, dad would have got out of that car and leveled Bender. If it was a, if it was anything that I was supposed to care about. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I know what you're saying, but I'm, I'm assuming <laughs> the dad was level headed. And when she got back in the car, he gave her a talk about, you know, the, Claire, this is not what we do. Yeah, don't Claire, let someone try to reach down your shirt raised. in front that of your not, dad. Who is that boy? If if Olivia I, is ever on the hood of my car in high school and some guy tries to feel her up on the hood of my car, I am getting out and leveling him. That's fair. Absolutely. Like if he yeah, gives uh, her a quick peck on the cheek or whatever, I'm going to be like, oh my gosh, get out of here. But as soon as he like tries to take her shirt off, I would be out of the car. I jump off the top of the car, elbow to the guy's head, and he's just like does it, and the dad just drives off. And I'm like, this is so dumb. What a waste what of my life. What about the rest life. of the movie? Terrible. The end of it. Terrible. I didn't even watch it. I knew what scene was coming up, and I disliked that Bender kid so much after that moment. That moment made me dislike his character so much that I did not watch the stupid part where he apparently walks across the field and puts his fist up in the air. I was like, congratulations on celebrating you feeling up a high school girl in front of her dad. 
Okay. I don't even remember that guy. part of the movie. And I, go, never, I mean, like, go, like that guy. never even stuck in my mind. Never even thought oh. about that scene. I don't even remember that scene, but that is yeah. hilarious that that's what it, you come away with. It's it. probably the worst scene in movie history. Like it's <laughs> So that is the worst of the movies I've watched so far. Uh, that's My Boy is still number one. Tucker and Dale versus Evil is number two. This movie is 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 the number three, and I'm going to be hard pressed for you to find a worse movie. This is going to be one okay. of those that keeps moving down the list every time you have to watch also, another movie. It will move to are, four, are five, these, six, eight hundred. Are these kids okay? If you're nursing the movie, they smoke marijuana in the movie, but that's the least of their problem. They're apparently on Adderall or something, Ritalin, I mean, or something during the entire movie because all they do is shake their head really fast all the time. Like, wow, I'm going to shake my head real fast and flip my hair around, and it's like, gosh, calm down, kids. Calm down. I don't want to watch it so bad because it needs to calm down. It's got to be the 80s thing. Uh, It has to be because it's like that mid-80s thing. It's a terrible movie. And the last time I watched it was probably in the 90s. And so to me, it was still – and I watched it when I was a teenager. So, of course, I loved it. And I just instantly go, it's a classic. Everybody thinks The Breakfast Club is a classic. But it's funny. I now want to watch it again and see if it actually is horrible. Two good parts of it. The the teacher guy is is awesome. His character is great. Richard the principal, Vernon, oh yeah, or he's whatever awesome. he is. He, he's fantastic. Every yeah. scene he's in, I loved. Every scene yeah. he's in. And then number two, Emilio Estevez has the most awesome Nike blue tank top on, old school '80s tank top, and yes. that kept me going in the movie as well. <laughs> All right, well there you go. Uh, I suggest if you want to control the movies, you win the picture challenge know, next week. I know, I know. I, I, and I watched <laughs> the whole thing going, I would stop this, but I lost. I, and because I lost, I need to keep watching. <laughs> How far into it do you think you would have shut it off if you were just wandering past Fif- it? 15 minutes. That's funny. Oh, I wow. Also, That's so great. are we still on? Hang on, I can make it. 